This episode of the Wedding Film School Show is brought to you by Musicbed, the best music licensing platform for wedding filmmakers. Head over to themusicbed.com and enter our code WFS on checkout to get a free month on your annual wedding subscription. Now, on to the show. We got Eugene and Andrea from the Drakes. In our films, the people in our films, they look like they're on tune with what's going on, with the experience. People don't realize how hard it is to help normal people feel comfortable enough to look like models. Right. That's why we cannot wait the day of the wedding mm. for them just to break that barrier. So we have to do that work before. So what would your timeline be that might be different than maybe the films they're making? Partnership, partnership, partnership. I don't know who made the rule of the uh, videographers following <laughs> the, the photographer, but we come from that world too. Like we started as photographers. So we know what's important that day. So if you can partner with that photographer to make sure that both of you can get the best out of the experience, it would only benefit. Hey guys, welcome to the Wedding Film School show. I am excited because I have some guests in studio, which is a rare treat. Um, people who I would consider friends and people who I would also say I respect your work a lot and I have the Drakes. So how are you guys doing? We got Eugene and Andrea from the Drakes. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah. What yeah. brings you guys to Boston? <laughs> We're shooting a wedding in Ipswich. Uh, did I say it right? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ipswich. Ipswich. Okay. Yeah. Like nice. a sandwich. Oh, okay. okay. It makes sense. But yeah, beautiful place, Crane yes. State. Crane State. Oh my God. It was an amazing experience. Uh, so yeah, that's why we're here in Massachusetts. Yeah. So that the, you were shooting up there, that place has crazy timelines. Did you guys like, yeah. I, every time I shoot I there, I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> I could shoot so much cooler stuff. I know. I, I know. know. <laughs> but they're so strict with the like starting time. And we're like almost at the door, like waiting for 3.30 to come in mm -hmm. so that brings to mind if you haven't seen um the drake's work they do um non-traditional i would say for the most part uh wedding films um obviously there's some traditional elements you know it's still love stories it's still live events but i think when you look at the editing and all this stuff um you go check it out because they're doing a lot of really interesting stuff and i know if, if you're out there and you want to kind of experiment a little, push the boundaries a little bit. Um, I think the Drakes are great people to be inspired by. You know, I, I know you guys. I know some of your story. I think it would be really interesting for you guys to talk a little bit about, you know, because nobody is who they are today. Like, that's not who you are. It's not what made you who you are. We're like the sum of all our choices and our influences. And so you guys have a background as immigrants. I'd love to hear a little bit about your story about, like, what led you into wedding filmmaking, but also what led you as immigrants and maybe kind of how that's affected your filmmaking. It's so interesting that you say that because all of our experiences have made, are like, I like to think about them as layers. So no matter where your background is, it will always add that layer that makes you very special and unique. So my background is in psychology, education, and business, which is completely unrelated things if you put them in one place, but it makes um, the Drake's experience a little bit more special. Um, yeah, and my, my background is, uh, so my degree is in graphic design and I have a background in theater as an actor and assistant director. So I, I grew up also uh, watching, like I said earlier, MTV for hours, just like watching music videos. I was just so intrigued by uh, you know, the interaction of, of the main characters with the camera, you know, and, and, and being able to, I don't know, I, I feel like, like, like you said earlier, we are the compound of things and experiences, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and in my case, you know, I think that built uh, a really strong foundation of, of, you know, why I do the things I do it, you know, right now, uh, and trying to break that barrier between camera and person uh, has been uh, a very important aspect in my work. Uh, because in, in theater, you, you work with the fourth wall, you know, it's like the, 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 the guests or like the people in front of you, it's that fourth wall. And I try to, to break that in and make the audience kind of like part of the experience, you know? Uh, and it's funny because uh, a great 
friend and planner once said that uh, in our films, uh, people like uh, she she noticed that the people in our films they look like they're on tune with what's going on with the experience. It's yes. not like something separated from you know. They're I, part of the film. They're part and knowingly so. Yeah. Exactly. And I, and I think that's that's an important distinction I think to make too because. A, not every filmmaker can do that. Not every wedding or couple wants to do that. And so that's why I think it's so important that you guys have such a distinctive, almost like, I remember hearing a salesperson talking about, like, you want to attract, but you also want to repel. Like, you want people to look at your work and go, like, I don't want to do that. Yes. And your work is, like, stands out as, like, if you're if someone's hiring you, they're kind of bought it. Yes. Right. Yeah, it took us some time to, to realize and accept that because we moved here like seven, eight years ago, kind of. Did I, you make wedding films? Uh, yes. Guys, are you guys from Colombia, right? Venezuela. She's from, from Colombia. Colombia. She's ah, from okay. Venezuela. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So. But we met in Venezuela. And yes, we were working already in the wedding industry over there. Uh, we were kind of like doing uh, a similar style. We actually started with post-wedding sessions before filming weddings. Like I started with photography, but but one of the things that I started with was creating concepts after the wedding was uh, done. Like my first, uh, or the session that I think that put us on, like in the map in Venezuela was a post-wedding session. I never shot that wedding, but I did the post-wedding of a It was a like friend. a trash address or something? A trash right. address, yeah. exactly. It, it they was called like 15 years ago. Yeah, like a real exactly. so it was like, if you don't know, that was a big trend at one point. Not yes. <laughs> so now yeah. it's like a twenty thousand dollar dress. They're not going to trash it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So we we created a concept based on on the couple's uh, style and all that, and we found out that uh, the the bride was a, a good friend of a magazine editor that decided to publish the photos in the cover of the magazine. And those are the, those magazines that you put on the newspapers every Sunday. So everybody has access to those magazines. You know, so after that, it was just like calls and calls after that. And so I started like offering that trash address session as part of our wedding package just because I wanted to push it. And then slowly I started just like, okay, offering as, a, as an add-on. And then I started just doing photos, uh, I mean, wedding content. Uh, but I, I, I still wanted to like push that during you know the wedding coverage and a little bit of like context um in here it was a trend people wanted to do that over there um it was more traditional so the disruptive element has always been part of yeah. our work and the fact that we come from uh you know the the latin america wedding industry where they don't work with timelines it's, no. it's yes. a different. <laughs> I go to Latin American Christmases, and well, <laughs> it's our, it, it ends up with a uh, breakfast and maybe a lunch. So yeah, uh, ceremony is starting at nine p.m. Serving uh, like soup or breakfast at six a.m. and you're still like shooting, shooting. I'm like, you never know what's, when it's gonna end. So the flexibility part of our work is <laughs> just found it in where we started working on, right, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. whatever you, I find like whatever you start doing something, like wherever your start is, like it's hard to kind of extricate yourself from that. Yes. Like, it's like, well, this is what I know how to do. This is, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I, exactly like, the only way I've contextualized it. Like I'm at the point now, like I was telling someone the other day, like if I show up at a wedding without a wedding planner, I don't know what even to do anymore. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, that like, happens. And, and and we feel like that now that we have all these years uh, filming weddings in the states that we 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 got into this um, more like a comfortable space of okay working with a timeline and all that. But then, like I said at the beginning, uh, it took us some time to go back to basics. Yeah, like how do you take yes what you know how to do and implant it into someone else's system which isn't that the immigrant yes. experience like yeah in general in general you're it's right like, yeah. it's like how do i take what i do and it actually makes everything better yeah like when more perspectives are you know i i would always say i remember years ago 
when Harper's List came out and Alex and Whitney from Skull Do a Time hit the list, it's the first time I'd seen, no offense to anyone else on the list, by the way, they're great filmmakers, but let's be all honest, nobody is really like the safest. It's the safest work ever. That's what's rewarded by the wedding industry safety and finally i saw someone who's like doing something interesting right who got acknowledged and i'm wondering like and i and i see it with your work too and a lot of people like do you guys find that the industry is now like more open and more planners and more like people who are kind of like kingmakers yeah. are more open to something a little more edgy a little more interesting a little less cookie cutter here is what i can say about this like you have to have a foundation of trust uh, with the planner, with the couple, for them to be on board and knowing that everything is gonna be okay uh, with a kind of different approach. Because um, humans, we don't like uncertainty. We like things that are like measurable, predictable, and that everything is gonna be the way you planned it. Especially in a event with no actors, like it's just what it is, the day of the wedding. Right. So you have to really work on that relationship so that they trust you to give you the time that you need to be to build a cohesive experience and and, and build like a really good storytelling. So, yeah, it goes. It back starts to be, uh, way before we click uh, with the camera. You know, uh, we we started like creating systems uh, that that can lead us to 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 have these type of uh, expectations for the couples. Well, why don't we get specific then? Okay. <laughs> because I think this is like we're kind of talking around it. We're all, I'm basically expecting you to go watch a film and then identify what's unique about it. So a normal wedding filmmaker, you know, I would maybe not normal, typical. They're showing up. They're shooting a little bit of getting ready and they're kind of just shadowing the photographer all day. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes you have to do that, but yeah. yeah, that's pretty much the industry standard and they're not making any waves. And then whatever time is given to them is what they're taking, but they're most of their content. They're getting sniper style. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's available. It's documentary style coverage yeah. mm -hmm. with a big focus. I always tell people our number one focus is event coverage. Mm -hmm. If you think you're doing anything else, you're kind of messing up. Like, like you go, you want to get that fancy stuff too, right, right. but you gotta like cover the ceremony correctly. The you gotta cover the toast. You gotta cover the dance. Yeah. And so there are a lot of like, while the photographer's doing stuff, we're setting stuff up and getting. And then the day's over, mm -hmm. right? And that's kind of a normal event. What would you guys say? Maybe not at every wedding, but ideal the Drake's experience is that's maybe different than maybe another like a typical wedding. Okay, I will start months before the wedding, like the moment we get an inquiry. Yeah. Is that the, am I saying it right? Yeah, Sorry. exactly right. Okay. <laughs> um, we have a questionnaire which is out of the ordinary. So the person who is booking us already knows that it, we're not just a thing to check. So they... Yeah, they they, they, they say, have to go through this questionnaire that has a bunch of personal questions. Mm -hmm. And that's our way to filter already. You know, if you're willing to to spend the time to fill that out, we're on board with you. You know, if 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 not, it's it's fine. And we, we I would say same with us. We don't add, we don't care about that stuff. But I would say like everything. The first mistake I think a lot of filmmakers are making is they I think they over curate their clients in marketing and mm -hmm. under curate their clients in sales. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. that, that's that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. And so once you're getting into that, mm -hmm. like that, they're filling out this form with a bunch of personal questions. They get on the phone with you guys. I'm assuming you're kind of further curating that experience on right. the console yes, too. Yes. Right? And the yeah. reason we have the privilege to do that is because we have already 12 years of mm -hmm. work. So it, it didn't just happen. Like right, we, right. it was a very slow process that we had to yeah. be very intentional with uh, our, yeah. our yeah. niche. So something I wanted to touch base here is that we moved to the States eight years ago and we kind of had to start not over again, but but it was a new beginning, you know. So we had to like all the the experiences we had and all the the knowledge in in, in wedding films or photography, uh, we had to like put it a little bit on the side uh, 
the disruptive part just to be safe while we were like getting known in the industry yeah. you know we we were like nobody you know well, everybody i think one of the biggest mistakes so many people make is they see someone like you or alex and like the amount of film critiques i do on a where i'm like you clearly just watched sculpting with time this wedding was in a bar <laughs> it's not the vibe there's nothing wrong with like the like yeah. way you shot it, but the way you edited it, the way you're trying to portray yourself brand wise, like it doesn't ring as authentic. You're watching this wedding and it's like dun 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 dun, dun and it's like just zoom in on this barn. <laughs> yeah. And I and I think like every really good filmmaker goes like, How do I take something that feels authentic but also put my twist on it? Right, right. Right. Right, that's, and I'm sure you guys had to do that You gotta that be realistic years. too, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like, uh, and and yeah, exactly. That took us years to to kind of like get, uh, you know, plant the seed, you mm-hmm. know, and 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 you just have to water it, you know, little by little, and and then uh, it was a, uh, you know, the the repetition phase mm-hmm. where you just have to do the work, do the work, and then slowly you start to like show your real. You, you almost gotta get lucky too. You gotta like find like yeah, I the could, right. In a way. I could say uh, I I know where stuff started to like make a turn. You yeah. know, I uh, I had this wedding that we shot in Punta Cana in 2018 in in Dominican Republic. It was a friend of mine, so I felt I had the opportunity to mm-hmm. twist a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I I we asked her, and and they were like super on board with the idea. And there started to see things you know taking a different turn and and then after that it was just like okay now that i know it's it's welcomed or like it it, it not like welcome but uh if, there are some people interested in that yes kind you of, created demand yeah. for the, what you wanted but right you weren't mm-hmm. stupid leading up to it and i think a lot of people yeah right are very stupid with how they they like come into an industry they're like we hate wedding films and we don't like normal weddings. And these are what, like, your couples are boring and your like planners and the industry picks up on that when you disdain them. And right. like, and they show up and they try to make this big scene. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> like, you gotta like play nice for a little bit, right. find a way to like, because like nobody wants to give you opportunities when your entire attitude is that what they're doing is stupid. Yes. Or, or and that, boring or or from a place of um entitlement mm-hmm. you yes. know like you want to be respectful not only of the process that is taking you to get to do these things like i see it as a privilege yeah. um to get to do things a little bit different and uh, um out of respect with all the people that are working on that mm-hmm. special day it's not really about you no. like you right. are just facilitating things to sh- showcase like story or make um, a more, uh, yeah, like an illusion of how we got there, but it's still, we're um, working with real bands. We wouldn't portray anything that is not authentic to the couple yeah. or that is not real. So let's talk about some things that you guys, like you're getting to the wedding day, mm-hmm. right? I went over that timeline. Yeah. How would be a Drake's experience to ca- to get the kind of, if you don't know their work, I'll just describe it a little bit the way I see it as an outsider, um, lots of eye contact from the couples. I think that's intentional. Mm -hmm. Um, lots of, um, quick cuts. So lots of handheld coverage. I think, um, Eugene seems like he's on speed when he's filming the weddings (laughs) because he's all over the place. I don't know how he gets all the angles, but there's, um, there's lots of handheld coverage, lots of angles. Um, and then typically there seems to be, a concept and some kind of signature session mm-hmm. involved in the shoot mixed in with more traditional coverage shot, maybe a little edgier, but in general, just kind of traditional wedding coverage. And it kind of all comes together to make this unique. Amazing sandwich. Plus the edit. The edit is always right, a, is a lot. The edit is a big part of it. Yeah, so, it is. so that timeline for someone who's wanting to make stuff like this, what would your timeline be that might be different than maybe, and it could have before the day or after the day, how would yours come together differently than maybe the films they're making? Partnership, partnership, partnership. Like if you can, uh, I don't know who made the rule of uh, of the uh, videographers following <laughs> the, the photographer, but we come from that world too. Like we started as photographers. So we know what's important 
that day. So if you can partner with that photographer to make sure that both of you can get the best out of the experience, it would only benefit the couple. How much time would you guys need to, uh, the day of to get some of this extra content? Are you doing special shoots the day of? Are you doing... Oh, so we, we, we can uh, uh, put as an example the wedding we just shot at Green State uh, this weekend. Uh, we had like only like 20 minutes? 20 minutes. Yeah, to c create a, the concept kind of thing. And we already had the ideas greened in. Uh, and the and couple was aware and the photographer was aware. So we budget the time. Like we have, we need 20 minutes to do yeah. this. Outside of the photo session. Yeah. yeah. Outside of the photo session. Yeah. And during that, those 20 minutes, the photographers st can still get content, you know, mm -hmm. that, I mean, they, mm -hmm. uh, they're free to create with us. And, and I always encourage the people I work with to, to kind of like have their input, you know, uh, oh, this will look nice this way, you know, because we're not working with models or actors. This is like, this is just real people. If you've, real never, done, if you've never done commercial work and you've worked with models, I'm telling you, it's so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's so much easier. Like every time I do a styled shoot with a really expensive model, mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> that's when you're just like, I like, like we, we did one and it got picked up by Ramona Cavaza. Oh, nice. And, um, how much time did it take? Like four hours. It was nothing. Okay. But the model was a professional. Yeah. And so like you, like a lot of times people think like, oh, wow, you're such a good filmmaker. I'm like, she's a beautiful woman. <laughs> who knows how to wear that dress and both things are true yes yeah we can do a good job but like 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 if you can like people don't realize how hard it is to help normal people feel comfortable enough to look like models right that's why we cannot wait the day of the wedding mm -hmm. for them just to break that barrier mm -hmm. so we have to do that work before so, so you're doing mostly doing emotionals. sessions ahead of time uh, not really. Like mm. sometimes we just have the day of the wedding, especially but if it's a we, destination. But we talk about like uh, the um, conversations. The conversations. Yeah. So our conversations with the couple uh, before the wedding or when they're even before booking us, it takes about an hour, an hour and a half just talking about life, love, things that are really matter to them. So when we have those meaningful conversations, the day of the wedding, it just flows. We're not just a random guy with a camera, you know. Uh, filming and, and being, you know, uh, sometimes uh, obtrusive, you know, because we're a presence, you know. In uh, some parts. And there are yeah, others where we are just completely invisible, as right. it should be. But in the opportunities where we have, like, we can direct a little bit You more. can't, yeah. w if you don't, if you've never worked with people and you're listening, you've never worked with the subject in the right way, what makes really good photographers special is that they can... Oh, what is her name? She had the master class and she's like, a lot of people think my job is to make you comfortable, but I don't think that's my job. My job is like, that's not my photographer's job. My job is like almost to make them uncomfortable. Like, mm -hmm. but you need relationships with that person. Yeah. To push yeah. Annie, Annie Libowitz. Yes. Yeah. Annie Libowitz yes. talked about that. And mm -hmm. I think that's how a portrait photographer thinks. Yeah. Right. Is they're, they're, they're trying to like, now a lot of filmmakers, I think in the, in the States, mm -hmm. most filmmakers are nerds we come out of av clubs we're gear centered we have never worked with any subjects we mm -hmm. get into weddings because we're the only guys who know how to use the equipment photographer's journey is always portraits first mm -hmm. and so before they get into weddings they've typically worked with awkward senior photos <laughs> family photos the, the most challenging subjects people children yeah. dogs Whatever it is, they've had to work with people. And I think it's to our detriment as filmmakers that we don't have a portrait outlet. Mm -hmm. Like that they, they, we're not able to cut our teeth posing people. Right. Working with people. Like, at, like spin like that. Like, yeah, like even yeah. the, the language, how to, how to like move your hand up someone's arm. Right, and right, So right. they don't go like, like this. Sense. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like you right. need to know how to direct people. And so I think yeah. that's really, really interesting you guys bring that up because... I'm watching the films and I'm like, this is a person with a fashion background who has um, an energy. Like, I know some people like put music on. They're trying to bring some yeah, vibe yeah. to the room. Yeah. Breaking the ice a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. You got if like, so what would you say to someone? And I think just in general with, you know, your work and people who are doing stuff like that. What would you say to someone who's maybe not as comfortable mm -hmm. connecting 
with people? Like, how would you encourage them to um, maybe grow in that area? Like, if they're maybe more of an introvert or they don't feel like they have the language or the like, is, is that a limit? Should they try to like maybe work on another part of their craft, or do you think there's ways that they can actually grow in that? Well, it depends. Obviously, I'm thinking about a person who wants to grow in that area. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we did recently an exercise um, of putting ourselves in a very uncomfortable situation, um, something that we wouldn't expect us to do. So we went on a shoot uh, just to experience a little bit what our couples experience with us, which is like a very vulnerable day. They don't know what to expect. There are lots of emotions going on. And... We just yeah. got a photo uh, shoot from us, uh, of us. Um, and it was very provocative, very in a very vulnerable place. <laughs> but it was incredible uh, for us to build better relationships. And build, we already have, like, empathy for our couples. But it's, like, one step further um, because that's what they're feeling that day, yeah. you know. So um, I'll say put yourself in a situation where you can be um, in the other side of the camera. And um, there are obviously like techniques of photo posing and things that yeah, you can yeah. learn. Um, but experiencing yourself, like what is the style that I want to uh, Yeah, I, I will build, say that's one know? thing uh, that you should start with. It's uh, what's your intention, you know? Uh, what's your idea? Are you trying to just recreate something you've seen or are you trying to like build your own style in a way you know because we are the mixture of all the things we've seen you know everything's already created yeah uh, i'm almost like i don't believe in new ideas right exactly i'm I always mean, like everyone's just like your spin on the idea will end up becoming new just because you did it yeah but in the but, end of the day we're just taking inspiration Exactly. And, and and like the book, uh, Still Like an Artist, you mm -hmm. know, uh, and, and, and it starts like that, you know, study, uh, like uh, fill your mind with with things you want to see, you know, or things uh, that inspire you, that inspire like you. movies. Yeah, movies angles, like we watch colors. just documentaries or music videos just to get inspiration of framing, color, angles, angles. Whatever. I don't know any great wedding filmmakers whose primary influence is wedding films. <laughs> I do think... And that's great. I do think you should be aware of wedding films. I think that's a stupid thing people say is, I don't watch any wedding films. Like, that's dumb. Why? <laughs> no, you have you to. You should. Yeah, you should yeah, watch. You should be familiar with what's going on. Yeah. Just as a business person, you need to know right. what's selling and not selling. <clears throat> and, you know, what your competition's doing. Yeah. Like, but, like... You keep talking about like music videos. Like you're not talking about wedding films. Like me, like I grew up like watching Eraserhead and like like <laughs> avant-garde like horror movies and mm -hmm. like I like weird stuff. Now I have not found a way to implement that. <laughs> but you kind of do. I mean, I, I I see you know the moody side, the 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 mystery, you know, in some of the shots and the the framing. Well, what I'll tell you is this. One of the things people say to us, you, if you watch our films, most people would stop, go love, would be like, oh, these are just normal wedding films. But in our industry, people go, oh, you're the fun ones. Like, we're not edgy. We're fun. It's approachable. It's like <laughs> the way that normal people have fun, like, like at their house. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're having fun. <laughs> not like we're out experiencing the world. We're not world travelers. We're fun. Right. We're not taking ourselves too seriously. <laughs> it's not overly um, unnaturally romantic to the couple. Mm -hmm. it's, it resonates with normal people who want to be perceived as having a romantic day but a little bit fun. Mm -hmm. That comes from me growing up playing in pop punk bands, like having a fun, like just I making Monty Python skits. That was like my first video experiences were making yeah. skits. That's silly awesome. videos go i would yeah. i would rent time at the local super like the tv station in town and we would just make shows like snl like fake That's silly awesome. shows and i knew like i just don't naturally take anything seriously yeah i'm just not a serious person and and we didn't intentionally go to make that wedding film it just is the film that we naturally made by just doing what we think is cool and so i always tell people it's like maybe you're not – I don't think you should make the goal to be the Drakes. It's cool to be inspired by the Drakes, and maybe you can. Yeah. Like if you have the 
a lot of the personal makeup and the mentality of the Drakes. Like, like most of the stuff you guys are talking about, I'm like, I don't care about that. Like, <laughs> I would never want to do that. Yeah. Like, and I that's don't okay. want to. But yeah, that's it okay. is. I'm not going to. The, I want to show up and just shoot a wedding and then not have to talk to the couple. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to do. That's fine. And that works. And a know? lot of people do that. But, uh, but you're not going to make that film that you made. Exactly. Uh, the thing is that we try to go beyond just the clicking with the camera. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we first develop, you know, the relationship with the couple. Uh, we, we, we build the trust and, and of course, like putting the expectations and all that. But we come from uh, believing in, and this sounds super cheesy and all that, but, but I, we do believe like love mm -hmm. is, it's gonna save the world, like in, yeah. in a way. Like uh, we are in 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 one of the most uh, emotional and important days in their lives. You know, I agree. And we 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 take it seriously, but mm -hmm. not too seriously. You know, it's like it's a serious job, but don't take it too seriously. But but also it's uh, the respect and 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 the and the trust. Like when you see these people, like we see this as this film or or photo gallery. Like when you see it ten years from now. 20 years from it's now. It's legacy art. It's yeah, legacy, it's you legacy. know. And most of the time, it will be the only piece of art that a couple mm -hmm. is going to buy. I always say that. I always say, yeah, like, it doesn't matter what film you're making. Everyone has still has the same responsibility, which right. is this person, most people don't love art. They like art. Mm -hmm. they, they like art more than they think they do, but they don't go like, I like art. Mm -hmm. Like, most of us love art. Yeah. yeah. Like, we love some kind of art and we're passionate about it that's why we do it for a living our couples are not mostly some are but mostly many of them are like oh yeah. you know like i'm gonna buy this wedding film they don't think i'm buying this piece of art but they are and it's probably the most maybe their photos are more expensive maybe they have portraits on the wall but probably not it's probably the most expensive investment in art right. they're ever going to make in their entire life yes. mm -hmm. and you know, I've, I hear this all the time. People are like, I want to get out of weddings. I want to make more significant art. I'm like, so you want to make a bunch of corporate schlop that <laughs> people are going to throw away. Like, I've worked enough corporate stuff to know that, like, it's not valuable to anyone. Right. The marketing right. department doesn't care about what I make. Yeah. No, it's exactly. not important. It's not moving people. It's not special. This is your it's opportunity, actually. Yeah. Weddings are meaningful. Yes. Like, this, yeah. it, it's like, if you're an artist, I am like, that's like authentic, pure yes. art is like, you're making something that's so valuable yeah. to someone, mm -hmm. just one person. And that's enough for me. Exactly. And, and we see this as it's, it's a, it's our playground, you know, like we have to cover the basics, you know, the, 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 the speeches, the vows and all that. But, but I see this as, as an opportunity to speak my truth, my, mm -hmm. our, our experiences in, in, in a shot, you know, just like putting ourselves in the situation and making just things happen out of thin air. Mm. It's, it's, that's also fun. Yeah. It's like jazz. Right. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Is, like, it is. That's why I think about wedding films is like, cause I, I actually correct myself too. Is like, I do like talking to the couples and I actually know like when we do Huxley film, like I won't work with a couple that won't do the consultations. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cause you can't make that product. Because you, you, well, you have different brands, you know, mm -hmm. but, but with that brand, you have to. You can't do, I don't think you can do great intimate portrait sessions without conversations. Yes. Right. You can make a great wedding film. Yeah. yeah. But you can't make a certain type of wedding film yeah. without certain relationships. I'm happy to get paid to make either. That's right. all I'm saying. <laughs> and like, it doesn't yeah. ruin my creative soul to show up and just shoot yeah. a gig and like walk away. But I know it's like, if I'm doing like what I, like if I have to do, 15 weddings that are eh, to do like five weddings that are awesome. I'm cool with that. Right, yeah, right. And that's that's balance. You know, yeah. sometimes we have to do that. And all these sounds very romantic. But when we talk about business, I can assure you that hour and a half we're talking to the couple is on that spreadsheet mm. when we calculate nice our costs. Spreadsheets. <laughs> you know, mm. so it's it, it doesn't mean that one thing has to yes. take over the other. Right. It's just a balance. Well, a lot of people, I think this is a good little pivot because I knowing you a little bit, knowing him pretty well. There's obviously a balance between you two, <laughs> which <laughs> is great. Yeah, I have a business partner as well. Um, 
sometimes you got to be your own business partner though if you're yes. just by yourself mm-hmm. and i think one of the biggest mistakes people make is thinking that if they do only inspiration that they can actually run a sustainable business and mm. <laughs> unsustainable you can't do it yeah you can't, you can't do it and so you there within all of that is compromise organize organization picking your spots Basically. looking for the right business partners because that's really what it is find a planner that lets you do what you want to do oh it's art well kind of it's business mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly exactly it, it, this is not a hobby <laughs> yeah. no. we, we already we have been doing this for a long time and don't get me wrong like there are things that we're still discovering and changing mm-hmm. and things that we think now that we're doing right maybe um in a couple of years will be what we were thinking Uh, so we continue that evolution and that discovery, which is super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you have to make sure that your company is safe and is sustainable because that's a responsible thing to do with all the people that work with you because it's not just us. We have team. So yeah. we have to be responsible mm-hmm. financially exactly. for that team and make it sustainable. I um, was wondering, like, just thinking through the idea of like, Because you, you guys did a great job laying out like, hey, we came in the States, we played it a little bit safe, we looked for the opportunities, I found a pivot point, I took that pivot point, and and I grabbed it, and I see it so much, like, I tell Jared all the time with, like, Huxley Film, I'm like, I don't, I got, the, I don't got the wedding yet. Like, I love the wedding we've shot, the couples are amazing, I think we've done good work. I haven't done the one that is the one. How would you know that he's the one? Yeah. Because it would be what's in my mind. Like when I see it, I'll know it. And I think artists know. Like yeah. Yeah. when you yeah. have the right couple, you have the right experience mm-hmm. and you're like full on gas at all expenses. I will lose money on this one. Is I will it, do yeah. everything possible to make this. This is my shot. Mm-hmm. And I think that is such a unique instinct. Yeah. That, that pe- yeah. some people have and some people don't have. And as for all the things we talk about in the creative industry, I think knowing when you have something special, the instinct to know and to put it all on the line yeah, for that yeah. one thing versus when you don't. The amount of people who are putting it all on the line and I'm like, this isn't the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Just take the paycheck, go home, <laughs> don't yeah. make any waves, make people happy, yeah. try to find a time to do it. But like, how do you guys feel about like, the compromises needed, but also how do you know when you're like, because I'm assuming you guys work with couples that are kind of like, they're not wanting to go all the way. And that's fine. And, and it we, is fine, totally. Yeah. So I, I come from a Montessori education kind of thing. And we say that we follow the child. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly the same with weddings and couples. We follow them as far as they want to go Like, if we see potential and they want to go further, we will be there. How do you know? Like, when, 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 what are the cues you're looking for when you're like, this, this is go for it time. Like, we're going to put it all on the line. And you see it in their body language. Like, when yeah. you read them. Like, we don't have phone conversations. Yeah. Like, we have, like, a video. And then when we shoot, like, we talk about crazy ideas, what our influences are. Like, what is their favorite music? What, is, what are things that they like to do? It's like a relationship, so it's, it's a two-way street. So when we get feedback, then we uh, are more excited yeah, and yeah, more in. And if they're not there, that's fine. We're, they're gonna get like an amazing film. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. But it's just as much as they give us to work with, we're I gonna will, be there. I will say that no matter how many times you have to do it, tr- keep trying. Mm. And you you have to die trying, you know, it's it's that putting yourself in the t- situation again. And Because you will be surprised too. Couples that you might not like think they will be like mm-hmm. as interesting or whatever, um, they can end up giving you yeah. lots of content. What's the worst that can happen? Well, I think it always comes down to being present too, like creatively present, like where you are. It's like, because you could go to a wedding, you're like, eh, eh, like it's just kind of <laughs> average. And then suddenly... <clears throat> certain light hits mm-hmm. yeah and you're like this is it yeah this th- this session right here like i might not make the film i was thinking i'm gonna make mm-hmm. but right. i'm gonna do something with this yeah, yeah. And, moments and, yeah. and i i think like 
everything comes down to you guys talked a lot about vo- building a creative vocabulary, <laughs> building a palette, mm. f- like yeah. for what is good. Yes. What yeah. is, like having good taste. And that gives you only um, you get there with experience, mm. like getting all these weddings that were not your favorite, but then. Yeah. Something happened and you capture it count. and th- then you get re-inspired. And having that muscle, you know, you're training a muscle. So everything that you build, like that discipline that you talked about, that your work ethic, um, having the eye just to when or be, have that sensitivity when something yeah. comes in, you're prepared. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So all that leads you to that momentum when you get those weddings, you are full in and you can create exactly what you have in mind. because. Right then you can have an expectation of having something um, to create in your mind. But then when the opportunity comes, you didn't exercise that muscle and you don't know how to make things happen. You're You're not not ready. ready. So everything has to come into place. Yeah, I want to put as an example a wedding we shot last year where I had huge expectations uh, about what I wanted to do with this wedding with a couple. and, And the moment wasn't... It wasn't show, right. No, and 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 the the schedule was so tight. It only allowed us to do uh, a, a, like five minutes session with a couple, which of course was more focused on the photographer part mm-hmm. because it's like the safest. So and like we, every wedding I shoot, yeah. right? But then there was a point during the reception where the bride was gonna change into the, her second outfit and come back to the reception room, and I just follow them j- just to see what what I could get. And just on that walk from from point I, uh, A to B and B to A again, I I had gold. It was like I had my assistant with the light. It was like nothing was like uh, meant to be like that. And but it just happened because I was putting again myself in the situation. I was like, okay, let's let's do this. Whatever we can get. Well, the amount of filmmakers I see complaining about stupid crap. Like, <laughs> I'm not eating stupid crap that oh. I'm like, that's what you were focused on? Mm-hmm. When you were at the event, you were focused on that? You're not focused on shooting as good as you can? Not just right. killing it? Literally, there's like, who cares? Like, yeah. focus on, sh- like, if you want to be the best, you got to show up ready to work yeah. and ready to kill it. And, like, a lot of people would be like, oh, the bride's going upstairs. I can sit down. <laughs> no right i have my second shooter covering dances yep. or whatever was go going on figure this hey, out I, I, yeah, yeah yeah and i didn't eat at that wedding actually it, it, like, like that's I, what it is i'll eat i will eat when i eat because because what will kill you is if you walk away without the best possible right. that's exactly. what will, you'll, if you're a, a real artist what you can't live with right, is not right. doing your best yes but there are things uh like i can see the other side too like i would make sure that there is a time for us to take care of ourselves too mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. Totally. because how can you be creative if you are hungry yeah. <laughs> or you know what i mean like you can bars. you can Yo, yeah you that's can what push through it yeah but at some point like it's again like how can we make this sustainable and as fun mm-hmm. as possible you know all yeah. the time well i would say so i would just the budget of- the time to do that the amount of weddings that you're shooting where it's worth the sacrifice oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. is not often. But you got to know. That's where we're like knowing when right, there's right. an opportunity to make mm-hmm. something special. That's why I was willing to do that. When you can break the mold yeah. a little yeah. bit. And like especially like uh, we just did a wedding. Um, we just posted it a couple like a month ago. It was this big, huge event. And there was all this we had a shoot where the, we were going to do like a tripod and have three different dress changes and like and the thing like oh the, all these cool ideas none of them uh, they did yeah, none of the good ideas okay we got no time with them they wouldn't go outside wouldn't do anything and so like it's jazz and that's what like i'm sitting there going i sit with the pre-production meeting i say here's the things i want to do here's the three ideas they're probably going to put a kibosh on all three this I I'm I'm in the consult with this couple. I know what they're gonna do. They're not gonna. They're gonna. She's gonna say, I don't want to leave. I want to stay here. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do. This. And I'm like, so here's the film we're gonna make if we do everything we want. <laughs> here's all the backup plans. Okay. Okay. Right. And if it doesn't work out, this is what we're shooting. And like, the film will become X. It's gonna be a handheld film. And we're gonna like, <laughs> like. And then I'm like midday. I'm telling the team like they're gonna bail. This is what we're doing. Yeah. We're gonna bail here. This is what we're doing. We're gonna go like. Wow. Like you have to like, 
have a strong vision, but also know it's not going to work and be willing yeah. to come up with another plan yes. to still make it fantastic. Now, is that film exactly what I wanted? No. It would have been better if we were able to do what I really wanted right. to do. It's still great. Yeah. I still got a bunch of inquiries from it. The, the couple loved it. The planner loved it. The industry in our area loved it. Mm -hmm. It was still one of the better films that's come out of the nice. city in a long time. It's not as good as I wanted, but it's still great. And I, I think when you look at – most people don't think like us in terms of, like, dreams about what this could look like. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of filmmakers would be better, well served to kind of think ahead of time and have a vision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and so I would love to kind of kind of end with saying, like, you know, you have this background, both of you in creativity and working like you can't show up for a fashion shoot and not know what you're doing. Exactly. Like it's just you're making a product, you're you're working, you're promoting something. There's mm -hmm. like yeah. it's a totally different thing. How can people develop vision for their weddings? Like knowing like not just showing up and reacting, but showing up maybe not even directing anyone mm -hmm. but they're directing themselves they're, they're capturing things with intentionality they have an idea of what they want to make what what do you what do you say to someone who's like i just show up and react i don't have a vision mm. for the wedding day i don't That's know how i'm going to edit question. it i don't know what i'm going to be thinking about like I, like i'll talk to the couple on the phone and i'm like okay this is a latin couple but they don't want to be perceived as a latin couple mm. so they don't want latin music Mm -hmm. They gave me a list of music and it was a bunch of country music. So I'm not going to like, but this person was like, oh, reggaeton is important to us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. How am I going to shoot a film with reggaeton? I'm not going to stand like this. I'm going <laughs> to. Right, 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 right. So I'm pre-editing the film yes. before I show up. And that's what you're doing too. That's what all the great filmmakers are doing is they're, re they're listening. They're coming with a game plan. They're shooting for their edit. Right. Right. I think, I think. For vision is linked to the inspiration that the couple gives you. Like I think it's a, um, it's like a cycle. Mm. One thing can, like you will be, it's more likely that you will be frustrated if you just show up with your vision, because we are in real life events. Mm. So there, nothing is scripted. There is like an intention with a timeline and maybe. But you have to build that flexibility, that muscle, yeah. to take you to um, to tell the story that is presented, yeah. not the story that is just in your head. You but know also, I, mean? I, I will say before, uh, like even before you have a, a, a meeting with a couple, like the vision starts with you uh, doing the work of just showing up, uh, like. Getting interested, Getting just interested, asking good questions. Being curious, mm. you know, mm. being being willing to to be uncomfortable with uh, getting new things in your head, you know, uh, because in order for 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 a, a new vision to to emerge, you have to, you know, like be a, a little bit uncomfortable, like uh, and 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 like in a in a position of. Uh, how do you say like I'm I have this the words in Spanish in my head but but the fact of not being okay with uh something that you feel like can be done better you know yeah yeah you know what I mean yep and 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 just uh being willing to to go a little bit further like, well improvisation is really at the heart of art yes yeah is like improvisation like I'm sculpting this <laughs> sculpture mm -hmm. and I hit too hard I break the thing's nose off okay now it's yeah uh, now it's a skeleton like <laughs> like <laughs> but, whatever yeah. it is you're making like you got to know like I heard a person say a great artist makes tons of mistakes but never lets you know they made the mistakes because and, yeah. that's the thing they artists, build the art the yeah. mistake into the art right sometimes right. we're too much in our heads mm, yes. like the couple that you were shooting the wedding that didn't end up the way you wanted or the best case scenario they have don't. no idea what was in your head they so did because i told they them but <laughs> yeah i mean but they, they don't just have, didn't care right right it was fine and that's and, fine, and that's, fine. That's, yeah. a, that's that, but that's that the thing you have to keep you have to fail Mm. Many times, and and we failed, and that's the thing. You, you don't well, see Well, that's why failure. I have the backup plans, like, and that's why you as an artist, like, if you don't have intention, you don't know when you're going to have that 
you said, how do you know when you have that one? Right, right. It's like when my intention matches my opportunity. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like when, when the thing I want to do is possible. Exactly. Fully possible. Yeah. Which is very rare. Yeah. It is very rare. And, and people say it's luck. And it's just <laughs> in, in that moment that you are. Mm. Because as you continue to evolve, then there is going to be another opportunity yeah, where exactly. you took that vision further. You know when you like if you don't have a vision for what you're trying to make you don't know when you have to when you can put it all on the line mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right and if you know what you like who you are and, so, and you have like a self-knowledge of this is my best self this is my best art like you're getting the best eugene when i can do x now i can still make a great film and i'm still grateful yeah, for the opportunity yeah. and I, I don't resent any couples for not letting me do whatever i want to do right exactly because I they're am, not about oh, us anyways no not it's at all not. And I, I always tell people, it's like a great wedding filmmaker is someone who can make something pure and true and interesting out of any wedding. Yeah. Yes. Like any, like, so the goal is not to mold the day to my will. No. It's, no, it's no. to react to what's happening. And so you guys are doing the same thing, but every so often because you're, you, they say, show what you want to grow, right? Yeah. yeah. You're showing what you want to grow. You're showing work, like, there's the marketing right, side. Right, right. You're showing content mm -hmm. that helps you fetch yeah. the couples, and you're getting more of them. Yeah. You get more of them. And I think that's, you got to be patient, though. So I love that you guys talked about your journey because I think that will inspire someone. They'll listen to this and they'll go, like, well, it took them, f you know, four years of grinding and slowly implementing what they really wanted to be doing yeah. to find like a breakthrough moment. Couple, a couple yeah. of films, I think, that kind of like, created demand right. for the style right. yeah but the thing is that uh it's only the tip of the iceberg you mm -hmm. know it's that's what it's, people see like that's yeah. the illusion that marketing creates yeah like but we, is... we've been like keep you know failing and trying again like for 15 years almost, and not you so know? long ago like we were in the, one of the lowest moments in our lives yeah like like, like dark stuff because of you know and i think those kind of things has to happen at some point in your life to kind of like okay you know i have to do something you know yeah, like it's a wake-up call it's a wake-up call and and I, we're grateful that that happened to us you know uh but it's all the things that led to that moment you know and 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 we don't see this as you know the ending point this is just part of of the process you know we we have to keep growing and evolving and like I will put an example. This wedding I shot this weekend uh, at the same venue, uh, I could have played it safe and shot it the same way I shot that other wedding. But there was a unique aspect that I wanted to, you know, implement because this is a different people. You know, at the end of the day, it's a different <coughs> story. And you want to honor it. Shoot there 14 times and try to make it unique. <laughs> well, you're right. <laughs> well, every story is different. That's when you have your eyes peeled too and absorb what it's going on yeah. like there is always going to be something different and i think the industry like uh it's very easy to get burned out because you see everything like happening yeah well so what is a different times. film too like what yeah. it what makes like is it different i mean is it, is it not different just because you have some of the same settings i don't think that's true like well, there's yeah, only so no. many places to shoot at a place what makes the film, I tell my team all the time, I'm like, don't worry so much about shooting unique shots. No, it's not about Shoot shots. people. Yeah. Exactly. That's what's <laughs> going to make and it listen, different. Listen, be be sensitive. You know, like when uh, vows are happening or speeches are happening, grab elements. You know, mm. what's unique about this? You know, and, and you're going to use it anyway. You know, and that's going to make that film unique because that person wasn't talking about uh, that couple in another wedding you, sh you shot at the same venue mm -hmm. weeks ago. You know, there's always going to be a unique aspect. And that's something that our couples ask us, like, how are you going to make my film? How's gonna, how is it going to look like? Because every, every video is so different from one another. And I said, well, because every couple is different. So we don't have we wedding videos that are one film exact to another. And I think that's what we chose to do. I think it's yeah. fine when you... You guys find that exhausting? It is creatively taxing. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's why we, we had to cap, you know, cap, uh, uh, limit capacity to a certain amount of weddings a year because that's the approach we wanted to give, you know. Would you guys also and consider, like, curating 
your locations and, and things like that so that you had more variety on the year or you were or would you yeah it, it it all depends on they're choosing us and we're also choosing them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so that's how they can get the best out of us yeah. so um yeah we're limiting that capacity but also how does that look like as a sustainable business mm. how do we grow sideways so we don't depend so much on films so that's something that we had to reinvent ourselves many times so that we don't sacrifice uh, our business. Well, the market, any market naturally abhors variances. Yeah. Yeah. The market wants every like predictability. Yeah. Like, like if you go to McDonald's, like they want, they don't want to get a cheeseburger and be like, I made my own spin on the cheeseburger. It's like, what the heck is this? This Isn't a cheeseburger. Like that's on as a artist, gross and upsetting to know that like you would be better off making the same old thing from from some perspective and there is market for that and it's mm-hmm. awesome yeah but it works the, well, i think a lot of people the, a lot of people want to make something unique and i always tell people hey if you want to be in that space where people are competing for your unique vision you better be freaking good don't just be weird if you're gonna just be meh yeah then be boring yeah because you'll make a lot more money (laughs) but if you if you have the guts to try to do the drakes or sculpting with time or a lot of people in the industry who are doing a little more edgy Mm -hmm. you better be good yeah you're competing for a small group of people right and they can probably afford the drakes yeah they can afford and so you better be as good as the drakes <laughs> if you want to push that and it's like i I'm not, i don't have any answers here it's a podcast we're not here yeah. to tell you how to get to that place <laughs> um i will say the best artists actually have developed a palette for what is good art and yeah. what is unique and interesting and it doesn't mean that it's like there's no like uniform concept of what that is we might all pick different music or different things we're interested mm-hmm. in but it's like you need to have a, your own tastes and yeah, they need to yeah. be strong. You need to have a strong vision of what you like. Speak from 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 the inside. Yes. Just ah. not like whatever you see around. And how do you get there just by trying, failing, mm. and just be adventurous and knowing that it's not going to be the film, but it's something that is helping you to get there. Yep, so right. don't be afraid to try those things because it's not going to give you money because you can still do the regular traditional wedding yeah. films while you build the muscle to do the other kind Ten of for stuff. the meal one for the real that's what we always say that's right and there's nothing wrong with that every single person in the industry who's killing it bought, bought time by making content that would sell yeah until they found in the yeah. right p- couples the right experiences the right events a lot of sacrifices a lot of sacrifices and so yeah. i would encourage you don't give up if you're listening to this and you're trying to do something a little different or maybe you don't even know what you're trying to make yet, you're creatively a little uninspired, you're bored, definitely don't just go copy the Drakes or Bottle Brush or any of these people. Like, they're great. They're interesting. Definitely take inspiration. But also know that, like, you also have to I, – I, people don't like it when I say this, but you got to pay your dues in any industry. Like, you have to be proven to be – the first thing is I'm a reliable partner – Mm-hmm. Second thing, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's right. yeah, exactly. That's one thing that uh, I will say that it's important to know the rules in order to, like, mm. the rules. Make yeah. Sense. Yeah. You got to know, like, I'm showing up with this X planner and it's their show or not. And, like, kind of, yeah. like, what yeah. are we doing yeah. here? Lots and, of social skills. <laughs> yes. And I don't, I'm ADHD. I don't have good social skills, <laughs> like, naturally. Okay. Like, for me, it's very hard. Um, the wedding industry is not. Like, people like me aren't the normal person in the wedding industry. Abrasive, strong, non-compromising, somewhat rude. Um, I'm not, like, a person who's, like, I see the people around me, and I have a very strong sense of I'm not like them. I don't fit in. You can still do it. Oh, yeah. I do it. Absolutely. I do it. I figure out how to be myself in the space you don't well, let that stop you, you know. No, without you know, and I pay prices still for not being. We all light. do. Okay. We all do. Yeah, yeah, everybody does. But you don't give up. Don't quit. 
but also know like you can say, oh, I'm an introvert. I, I'll yeah. never be able to do stand out. Yeah. Well, no, you are going to have struggles because you're an introvert. Yeah. It's harder, but you can do it. And uh, being an introvert has its own sets of uh, superpowers. Yes. I'm a super introverted person and I I see the value when we oh, both yeah. come into totally, totally. place. So what do you guys want to like, we're, we're, we're kind of closing out, but I think it's important for you guys to like, what is next? Like, what would be your like, well, for you guys if, as filmmakers, what do you, what do you want to be making? <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, we're still discovering that ourselves. Uh, we are trying to push, you know, harder and, and keep disrupting, you know, that's kind of our motto. So like uh, an all nude wedding film? <laughs> that, Maybe. I mean, we're we're shooting an elopement next week, this week in <laughs> week. in Oregon, uh, where um, there's some things uh, a little bit different happening. Oh, nice. And yeah. then it's gonna come with um, like a rebranding from us. You yeah. know what I told you that we did something where it was uncomfortable, but it, it was very intentional for us to attract more adventurous yeah. couples and. Yeah. I mean, we're super excited of uh, what's coming. We don't know uh, what's going to be the result, but we're just going to, you know, put ourselves together. I'm still stinging from you guys beating us in love stories. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you, <laughs> no hard feelings, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, mean it's, I don't, I don't have that. Subjective. I don't have that one, that bride. I mean, our bride was pretty cool, but your bride might have been cooler. I'm not sure. <laughs> she had better dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Really appreciate you guys coming on. Always appreciate the vibe you guys bring and just the energy you bring to the industry. Um, if you want to check out their work, where can people find you guys? Yeah, uh, we are on Instagram as with the Drakes, as same as on the website with the Drakes or with the Drakes. And I mean, that's pretty much where you can f find most of our stuff. Um, we're trying to, you know, give a little bit of. Uh, fun, love, and, and respect out there for, for all the people so they can feel comfortable with us. And, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, we wanna tell those untold stories. Like, uh, we're thinking about this idea of telling, like it's really easy to tell the story when love begins and with all hopes and dreams. But how about like going to that end and telling stories of success and hardships and whatever of all people that are, I don't know, out there wanting. Yeah, going the, with their own journey, you know? Legacy art, yeah. yeah, right? It's like, can you imagine if you had a video of your granddad? Oh my God. I mean, this is yeah. what it, this is becoming, you know, yeah. right? That's In the next few years, this is, this is a message, you know? It's family, it's like. Yeah. It's an heirloom, you know? It's yeah. a keepsake uh, that you pass from generation to generation. You that's know? what we always say. And so that's our values here on this show is like you, wedding filmmaking is, is real filmmaking. Wedding filmmaking is art and it's real storytelling. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like you said, more like not something more uh, so much about like a wedding film, but, but more like a marriage mm. film, you know, family like, creation. Love, love, it doesn't have to be a, about a marriage. It can be about a so much more. Yeah, like even like individuals well, or it's whatever. the genesis of a family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it, the day is just a representative It's a chapter. celebration, mm -hmm. but and it's hard to do that. You can't always do that. That's, I think we're all striving to tell that bigger story. Right. And mm, yeah. you, you know, if you're trying to make significant work, you're all striving to like, how can I convince this person to let me go <laughs> deeper? And how do we make that more meaningful to people? And that that's what they want, that they're not just like, hey, come and cover my event. Very rarely is someone saying yeah. to most filmmakers, tell my story. Yeah. You yeah. know, so people like you, I think, are pushing industry forward in that way. Hopefully we get a little <laughs> blowback on our end Thank of you. people I mean, coming just by. just ask, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Well, uh, I'll just say to the planner who called me and said, You're, can you work this event for me? And then they just send me five contracts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. that's how it happens right now in the industry. Yeah. is like, That's a reality. It's, yeah, a reality. I have no problem with that because mm -hmm. it's easy money. But I will say, like, at the core of who I am, and hopefully a lot of us, is like, we'll take that, but man, 
we really want to tell bigger stories. And sometimes yeah. we might have to figure out how to tell that story in that context. Right. Right. And how can you do that? Yeah. How can you do that? We, I think there's so much more to do in this mm -hmm. industry. There's yeah. so much more storytelling techniques to be explored. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's exciting. Yes, I think people like you are giving us more. You're taking risks so we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> so we're grateful for that. And I'm grateful for you guys coming on the show. And like I was saying, go check out their work. Um, don't just copy it, <laughs> but also take inspiration and um, figure yourself out yeah. if you're listening to this. Everybody yeah. has a voice. And yeah. That's very unique and beautiful. Yeah. Figure out what you want to make. Uh, make sure it's a little bit risky. Don't, yeah. don't, don't. And if you want to copy us, we can give you the recipe. Yeah. But it's not just going to be you. You can talk to us. We will tell you how to do those things. Yeah. Um, just tell us and we can have a conversation. We can collaborate. We fully believe in collaboration. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Just yeah. keep it genuine. Well, yeah. it's funny. Like you guys, I know the people you know. Yeah. And I can see the influences they've had on you. Right. right. And right. so the same as me, the same as all of us. So if you're like, totally oh, the Drakes are so unique. I'm like, well, kind of. But they're like, it, they're all... being influenced by Bottle Brush. They're being influenced yeah. by exactly. like all these. We're all, there's it's... a lot more synergy, I think, than people realize. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah and totally. we're not that many of us out there. Not Just... really. So the more we collaborate. I yeah. Think, we better. believe that uh, in art, I, 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 well, and, and this is something I've learned in, in like my whole career of creating. It's that uh, there's not such a thing as a competition, but more a collaboration because everybody has their own voice because nobody lived the same experiences you lived. And that that's something that is going to make you unique no matter what. Yep. Even if you try to not. Even in competition, there are mm -hmm. filmmakers who beat me for jobs. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm like, why are they resonating? What is about their storytelling that's connecting with people? Now, sometimes I look, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't and want that many... couple. I don't want that experience. Right. But other times I watch it and I'm like, ah, oh, that person's good. Like that, yeah. that's interesting the way that they're doing that. That's interesting that they're connecting with that. And so even in the sense of like, yeah, it's business, there's competition mm -hmm. in business, but mm -hmm. in art, we're all just trying to learn to tell stories. Better. Yes. And so I think that is why it's important to, Watch wedding films sometimes. And if you want to watch wedding films, every Thursday we do live film critiques. Head over to YouTube, watch live film critiques. It's just my opinion. It's just Bobby's opinion. It's not everyone's opinion. But you get to watch some other filmmakers and you can learn maybe from their mistakes, mistakes maybe from their successes. But that's we want to learn collaboratively. Um, check us out on YouTube. We are you know, probably the largest free resource for wedding filmmakers, our group. We... Our goal is to connect you to authentic um, artists, but also real business resources, which is what we try to do on this show. Um, definitely check it all out. And of course, means a lot to us if you give us a review, give us five stars, let people know this show is meaningful to you. And of course, go check out the Drakes, follow them on Instagram, go check out their work. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so Jason. much. It was amazing. Bye, guys. <laughs>